I think in pictures. Words are like a second language to me. I translate both spoken and written words into full-color movies, complete with sound, which run like a VCR tape in my head. When somebody speaks to me, his words are instantly translated into pictures. Language-based thinkers often find this phenomenon difficult to understand, but in my job as an equipment designer for the livestock industry, visual thinking is a tremendous advantage. Visual thinking has enabled me to build entire systems in my imagination. During my career, I have designed all kinds of equipment, ranging from corrals for handling cattle on ranches to systems for handling cattle and hogs during veterinary procedures and slaughter. I have worked for many major livestock companies. In fact, one third of the cattle and hogs in the United States are handled in equipment I have designed. Some of the people I've worked for don't even know that their systems were designed by someone with autism. I value my ability to think visually, and I would never want to lose it. One of the most profound mysteries of autism has been the remarkable ability of most autistic people to excel at visual spatial skills while performing so poorly at verbal skills. When I was a child and a teenager, I thought everybody thought in pictures. I had no idea that my thought processes were different. In fact, I did not realize the full extent of the differences until very recently. At meetings and at work, I started asking other people detailed questions about how they accessed information from their memories. From their answers, I learned that my visualization skills far exceeded those of most other people. I credit my visualization abilities with helping me understand the animals I work with. Early in my career, I used a camera to help give me the animal's perspective as they walked through a chute for their veterinary treatment. I would kneel down and take pictures through the chute from the cow's eye level. Using the photos, I was able to figure out which things scared the cattle, such as shadows and bright spots of sunlight. Back then, I used black and white film because 20 years ago, scientists believed that cattle lacked color vision. Today. Research has shown that cattle can see colors, but the photos provided the unique advantage of seeing the world through a cow's viewpoint. They helped me figure out why the animals refused to go in one chute, but willingly walked through another. Every design problem I've ever solved started with my ability to visualize and see the world in pictures. I started designing things as a child, when I was always experimenting with new kinds of kites and model airplanes. In elementary school, I made a helicopter out of a broken balsa wood airplane. When I wound up the propeller, the helicopter flew straight up about a hundred feet. I also made bird-shaped paper kites, which I flew behind my bike. The kites were cut out from a single sheet of heavy drawing paper and flown with thread. I experimented with different ways of bending the wings to increase flying performance. Bending the tips of the wings up made the kite fly higher. Thirty years later, this same design started appearing on commercial aircraft. Now, in my work, before I attempt any construction, I test run the equipment in my imagination. I visualize my designs being used in every possible situation, with different sizes and breeds of cattle, and in different weather conditions. Doing this enables me to correct mistakes prior to construction. Today. Everyone is excited about the new virtual reality computer systems, in which the user wears special goggles and is fully immersed in video game action. To me, these systems are like crude cartoons.
My imagination works like the computer graphics programs that created the lifelike dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. When I do an equipment simulation in my imagination or work on an engineering problem, it's like seeing it on a videotape in my mind. I can view it from any angle, placing myself above or below the equipment and rotating it at the same time. I don't need a fancy graphics program that can produce three dimensional design simulations. I can do it better and faster in my head. I create new images all the time. By taking many little parts of images I have in the video library in my imagination and piecing them together, I have video memories of every item I've ever worked with steel gates, fences, latches, concrete walls, and so forth. To create new designs, I retrieve bits and pieces from my memory and combine them into a new whole. My design ability keeps improving as I add more visual images to my library. I add video like images from either actual experiences or translations of written information into pictures. I can visualize the operation of such things as squeeze chutes, truck loading ramps, and all different types of livestock equipment. The more I actually work with cattle and operate equipment, the stronger my visual memories become. I first used my video library in one of my early livestock design projects. Creating a dip vat and cattle handling facility for John Wayne's Red River Feed Yard in Arizona. A dip vat is a long, narrow, seven foot deep swimming pool through which cattle move in single file. It's filled with pesticide to rid the animals of ticks, lice, and other external parasites. In 1978, existing dip vat designs were very poor. The animals often panicked because they were forced to slide into the vat down a steep, slick concrete decline. They would refuse to jump into the vat and sometimes they would flip over backward and drown. The engineers who designed the slide never thought about why the cattle became so frightened. 